theater is the lowest form of art. And improv comedy, well, that's the lowest form of theater. And the lowest form of improv comedy is cheap magic tricks. Now, these are just my opinions, not immutable facts. But I stand by them all the same. I just don't see why you can't let an old fella like me tell you a story. Rather than watch a bunch of attention-starved male children prance around on stage like a horse because someone in the audience yelled that they should. Where's the artistry? Where's the mystique? Where's the deeper truths about life on this world unknown? There's nothing metaphorical about pulling a rabbit out of a hat. It's just a rabbit. It's just a hat. of the world unknown an actual play podcast centered on imaginative world building and emergent storytelling uh today we're going to be playing fiasco which is a game by jason morningstar i'm your host paul dollenberg and i am joined today by Haley. yo rio hello and evan hey ya. so fiasco is a game about a beautiful plan going wrong, or a stupid plan going perfectly. It's a game in which we are going to play bad people generally, or good people pulled into bad situations, and things will not end well. And the specific place that we're going to be using is London, 1593. Now obviously we're going to have to kind of file the serial numbers off of it being London and to put it into the world unknown, but this should fit pretty well into the sort of world that we have. Uh, this playset is by Will Hydemarch and Kenneth Height. So that's what we're going to be working with. The first step of playing Fiasco is rolling a big pool of dice. Since we have four players, we're going to roll 16 dice. There are good dice and there are bad dice. And because of how I've kind of had to hack roll 20, the good dice are the vertical dice and the bad dice are the horizontal dice. So we're going to roll all of those and get a big pool of dice. <laughs> and then we're going to sort them by number. And for now, them being good or bad does not matter. We got a nice, even distribution. Well, lots of force. That's fitting enough. There are four of us. Yes. So how Fiasco works is that we are going to start by building a web of connections between our characters before creating those characters. So we're going to use these dice that we've rolled uh, to select specific elements of the game from our playset. So we've got a circle that goes myself, Evan, Haley, Rio, and each connection in that circle will have a relationship which we will specify what kind of relationship that is by using two of these dice. 
and we'll also have an associated need, location, or object. And that thing will be tied to that relationship. So we're going to take turns, just going in that clockwise order, uh, grabbing a dice, and then using it to specify an aspect of one of these relationships or object needs or wants. So the first dice will say w which of six broad categories it's in, and then if you use a second dice on a card, you can specify what specific category it's in. And yeah, we should just take a couple minutes to look at these. Uh, we should also talk about the setting a little bit before we start. So given this playbook, we are set in a big city. Because, you know, this is London. So a big fantasy city. And we haven't really seen any cities on screen yet. Like, not... Not for very long, anyway. There's one that we've named Eldovia, but we never actually saw it on screen. So I'm happy to set things there, or in a different setting, or in a different city, if someone has a good name for a city. I do not, off the top of my head, unfortunately. That's fine. So we'll just go with Eldovia for now. If someone comes up with something better, just let me know. Uh, the other thing we need to think about is where this sits in the timeline of the World Unknown. Uh, we've played enough games that I'm kind of starting to figure out what sort of timeline we're working with. Where right now I kind of have the history broken into three ages. There's the Age of Myth, which was when there's a bunch of like demigods running around, and the world is still very much unformed. But humans weren't around yet. So once humans show up, then we reach a second age, which is kind of like more traditional, like low magic fantasy where there's, you know, all these weird, big, powerful figures. But for the most part, everything's kind of mundane. And then as things start to get weirder and weirder, as we saw in the Duchess of Nightmares and in the spindle wheel game that I played with Dane, um, there were some things where all of a sudden magic became widely accessible to everyone and there's armies of ghosts just everywhere. Like, the the bridge between this world and the other side, or the afterlife, was reopened. So, things got weirder, and that's kind of like the age of magic. And at some point, that will come to an end, and it will be apocalyptic, and we will get to a game for that at some point. But, which age do we want to place this in? Do we want it to be before there was humans? While there were humans and there wasn't a lot of magic, or while there were humans and there are there's lots of magic. My vote goes for uh, humans and lots of magic. Yeah, I sort of. I'm happy with that. What if we're just on the cusp of that age? Ooh, that's cool. Uh, like we've already had a couple games that are on that cusp. Okay. And but also, you know, dividing things into ages is weird and arbitrary. Uh. So, yeah, I think, like, I don't know, like, 30 or 40 years after written magic was introduced, which yeah. allows people to do small magic but not big magic, was one of the important things from that game. So, anyone who can read um, this ancient language, um, which was called the breath, I don't know what we call it now. Maybe we still call it the breath. So, anyone who can read that language can do, like, low-level magic, you know, like, press the digitation kind of stuff, you know, throw their voice or create small illusions and stuff. 
but people can't necessarily, you know, bring the dead back to life or anything. Here are here are three pretty pretty stupid uh, fantasy city names. Um, we've got Thimblesil, Libloak, or Roto. I don't know if any of those are worth anything, but <laughs> there you go. I really like the second and third one. Yeah, Libloak is terrific. <laughs> those both sound like street names to me. <laughs> Libloak way. Uh-huh. <laughs> or Roto sounds like a district, you know? It, Down or, in Roto. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that could work. Uh, I don't know if any of those work as a city name. I don't know. Fair enough. Other people have strong preferences. I'm, this is collaborative. But I definitely want to hang on to those names. <laughs> those are great. We're, we're keeping those for something. Okay, so I have a general idea of the sort of setting. Uh, yeah, let's just start picking elements and we will figure out more from there. 20, 20 minutes, minutes of, of dice rolling, rolling and, and choosing from, from tables, tables later. later. Let's go around and just say what the cycle of relationships is and then we can start figuring out who these characters are. Okay, so my relationship with Evan is that we are friends. We shared a room in the tower. Our need is to get out of this arranged marriage. So we'll have to figure out which of us is in the arranged marriage. Right. Um, my need with Haley is to get into Lord Something's acting troupe. And um, we are both peddlers of witchcraft together. Uh, my relationship with Rio is that we're uh, family bastards. Um, and we share an object uh, a raven with clipped wings and a bloody beak. Uh, my relationship is, with Paul is that we are both devoted groundlings. Uh, and uh, we also share in common a uh, history of a location. It's a church with a bell tower. Hmm. Okay. So now we got to figure out what this means and who our characters are. I won't uh, be a bird. <laughs> you want to be a bird? I won't be a bird. Okay, you you can be a bird. Just a straight like, up bird. Yeah. Can you talk? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how you do. That's your witchcraft, right? Or do birds just know how to talk? Nah, it's just me. Oh my god! Oh my god! This 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 really. <laughs> you shared a room in the tower, or really, it was Paul's room, and you perched on the window ledge, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still live in the tower, and it is just the bell tower of this church. Paul, can we still be in an arranged... Can we Can we have an arranged marriage, though, me and you? Arranged <laughs> 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 to marry a bird. We have to Brilliant. unite the families of bird and whatever you are. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> we must stop this war. <laughs> Hmm. Because I'm really into that raven, is the thing. Or do you have an arranged marriage to the raven? Ooh, that's good too. But who's marrying birds and why? <laughs> that's a seriously good question. Cult of the dance, it gets weird. <laughs> <sighs> oh. 
So we're both, so Rio and I are both really into going to plays. Mm-hmm. And do I live in the bell tower alone, or do you live there too, Rio? Is that why we share that relationship, or do you just come over a lot so we can talk about the latest plays? Uh, I'm the groundskeeper. Oh, okay. Oh. And can I can I have a name? Yeah, yeah. Na- you've got a name. Lay lay down that name and write it down. My name is Bomb Stuz. Bomb Stuz? Yes. Oh yeah. Bomb or bomb? Bomb. Like the explosive? It sounds like that, yes, but it's not spelt like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Baum, like B-A-U-M. Yeah. Baum's does. That's good. Okay, you're the groundskeeper. Hmm. And uh, my job is that I'm the bell ringer. It's my job to ring the church bell at the predefined times. Hmm. I'll have to think of a name. Rio, what pronouns does Baum use? We should just establish that off the gate. Uh, E and M. He ain't had much schooling. Alright. This bird's name is Wacom. Wacom? Wacom. So I'm doing crime with a bird. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How does that work? You cool with that, Haley? Sounds I can walk this back if it's too much. Sounds words. good to me. I love doing crime with birds. <laughs> hey, you know what they say. Birds of a feather. <laughs> Crime together. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's how it gets. <sighs> oh, I think I, I think I know why we're in an arranged marriage, Ooh. Evan. What you got? Uh, so we forged uh, uh, a marriage cer- certificate for tax purposes. <laughs> you know, catch a tax break. Brilliant. Except now someone's gotten suspicious, and so. <laughs> Right now, it's like, oh, man, we're going to have to get married, like, actually married for this to go through. But, you know, I'm not particularly interested in that, so we need to figure out a way out of this. Excellent. So down. I think Wacom is one of those, like, uh, red-crowned cranes, um, but uh, he's just got, like, a giant, giant crest. And um, I think... I think Wacom's pretty into, like, being fancy, but he's really trashy. Sort of like a Tenardier sort of situation from, like, Les Mis. But he's a bird. Yeah. And he uses he, him? Yep. Alright. I think we've got a pretty cool street act going on, then. Where I'm just like, Oh, yeah. Come look at our magic goods and my talking bird! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to be a sleazy Love magician. It. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I got a name. Jubble Bellringer. Yes. Jubble? Jubble. Yes! You know that rings a bell. Uh, ah! Yeah. Uh, Jubble uses he, him. And yeah, he's set up a marriage with a bird. He loves going to plays. In fact, I think he came up with that idea after seeing a play. <laughs> to marry a bird? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was a bird in the... It was probably a bird in the play. You know, my part... It was a romantic comedy on Raven Wings. 
My partner's name is Wacom, so I think my show name is Talkum. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Is that the name you're going to go by? Yeah, nobody knows my actual name. Okay. Do I know your actual name? Maybe. <laughs> you don't gotta tell. Just asking. <laughs> uh, and what are Takum's pronouns? Uh, she, her. Alright. Awesome. So we have this whole messy web of relationships. A uh, couple more things we should establish. Uh, I'm very happy with Liblowack Church. <laughs> uh... Do we need to establish who the church is to, or what what faith it's to, if it is any specific faith? I mean, we're going to be spending time there. It seems like a useful thing to do. Is it cool if we make up a new one, or do you yeah, want yeah, to be... Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's called Liblowack. It's got to be something a little goofy, right? Mm-hmm. I do like that it's the faith of the dance. We can We can definitely go with that. I know the god has an incredibly tall hat. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. When inspiration hits, we will figure out the name of that god. Uh, what's the acting troupe we need to get into? Oh yeah. Or they need to get into. Oh, I love this walk of a talk of you. Just got like a little improv actor. You're trying to make it big. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we make it big enough and get into Lord Whatever's troupe, I imagine then we can't be touched. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. It's like legitimacy, but it's also being above the law. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Do improv groups have diplomatic immunity? Yes. In <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. No. Yes, and they are <laughs> often used uh, to mediate disputes. Oh, no. <sighs> Intracity politics. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah. Internal city politics are largely uh, settled by diplom- uh, diplomatic improv troops. That seems like just the worst setup you could have. Like, of <laughs> all of. Bad city. Like, of all the people you could pick to do your diplomacy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> might be the worst. Lord Thimblesill. Yep, Lord Thimblesill. Done. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, the double entendre. It's so good. <laughs> okay, so we've got Double Bell Ringer, who uh, has ended up in an arranged marriage with Wacom the Talking Crane, and they lived in a they lived in the bell tower together for a little while. Uh also loves going to the theater. Where he comes up with all sorts of ideas. Does Jubble ever and... come see Wacom and Talkum? Uh. Or is that. Jubble is it... says he's going to, but hasn't yet. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's what I thought. Could everyone else just summarize their character? Yeah, I'm, I'm Wacom. Got the talking bird, uh, talking kind of Chinese crane with a big old head thing with Bob. Um, and, uh,. Me and Takum, Haley's character, are, uh, we do some crime, we peddle witchcraft, but also we just kind of have a street show where we do improv because we really want to be in Lord Thimblesill's acting troupe, um, because as we all know, that's where the 
diplomatic immunity is. It's where the real power is. It's where the real power is, where real authority lives in this city. Now, real quick, is this the actual truth of the city? Or is this just what these four characters believe is true about the city? (laughs) Solve question? (laughs) I'm not going to answer that question. I'm just going to state it. Okay. Uh, Haley? <laughs> I'm Takum. I I am a magician who knows no magic, so everything is sleight of hand. And I perform a show <laughs> <laughs> with Wacom the Bird uh, as a way to sell uh, sell actual magic to passersby. What if the illegal part of that is that you're doing sleight of hand, not the actual magic? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. There are there are actual mages out there. <laughs> oh my god. It's yeah. <laughs> it's it's illegal because it's a con, not because it's magic. That sounds about right. My character is Bombstuz. He's the groundkeeper. Groundskeeper at uh Liblowak Church. Uh he makes sure all of the all of the brush and plants around the church are nice and dead and brown, uh, just like they likes it. And he enjoys a good play every once in a while uh, with with his good buddy Jubal Bellringer. Bellringer, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> and and the old pronunciation is Bellringer, but once I once yes. I got this, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's a bastard, and he don't know the rest of his his brood. Uh, and something about a raven. It's a metaphor. That raven maybe can show up in play. Definitely, <laughs> there is a raven. It's a metaphor, yes. or not? <laughs> okay. And I I do wanna. Let's see. I do just want to point out now. Bomb does use he, him. I've just thrown a ludicrous uh, pronunciation quirk at it. Okay. Great. <laughs> I just want to point Thank out for, for clarity. Clarifying. Yeah. Okay, so actually playing Fiasco. So let's get all these dice moved back to the center and now sort them by good dice and bad dice. The numbers on them won't matter. So we're going to take turns setting scenes. Each scene your character's definitely going to be in it. Other player characters might be in it, or other people who aren't player characters might be in it. Uh, and on your turn, you can choose to either establish a scene or resolve it. If you choose to establish a scene, uh, you set up what's happening. You set the scene. You say who's there, what, what the point of what you're trying to do. But you don't get to say how the scene ends. So as the scene goes, other players will kind of uh, pass you either a good dice or a bad dice. If they pass you a good dice, the scene ends well for your character. If they pass you a bad dice, the scene ends poorly for your character. During Act 1, which is the first eight scenes, uh, at the end of the scene you'll give the dice you were passed to another player, and the pools of dice we gather will determine how things go at the end of the game. If you choose to resolve a scene, then other players at the table 
will establish the scene for you, and you'll get to grab a dice and say how it ends. Um, the scenes don't have to be linear. Um, things are going to go badly, so lean into that, you know? This is, this should be goofy and kind of sad, is generally the tone. Tragic comedy. Oh, fiasco. Yeah. You know, Coen Brothers movie. I would watch this movie. It was a Coen Brothers movie. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? I don't know. A good scene should maybe answer one or two questions and raise a couple more, but you don't don't feel like you have to answer everything with every scene. And yeah, does anyone have an idea for a first scene? If not, I can just go for it. But I'll need a minute to think. Nothing off the top of my head. Uh, maybe we start, I don't know, at some point we could have a scene with Bomb and Jubal at the playhouse. Yeah, yeah, let's start with that. Alright, so, yeah, so, Jubal and Bomb are sitting watching a play, uh, so I'm establishing the scene, which means that as the scene seems like it's starting to wrap up, someone should pass me either a good dice, which is a vertical one, or a bad dice, which is a horizontal one. So yeah, we're sitting at the playhouse. What player are we watching? <laughs> Can it be a... Oh gosh. A tragedy about tax fraud? <laughs> yes, uh, we are back for our fifth time watching um, uh, The Death of the Tax Man. Yes. <laughs> and this is, let's see, we've just reached the intermission between Act 2 and Act 3. Man, every time I watch it, Bomb, I can't believe where this goes. A bit on the nose it is, given your predicament. Hey, dude, you, you can't just, like, talk about it that in public. They, they can't know. Right, right. I meant that all metaphorical-like, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, metaphorical-like. But, no, 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 I think the metaphor of this play is subtle, you know, about how, about how you know, taxes kill ya. <laughs> or, or how it's bad to lie. No, 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 no. See, it's about how... If you keep paying money to the tax man, then all of a sudden, you got your eyes pecked out by a bird. Uh. And, you know, that's not a way anyone goes. So the only way out is to not pay the money. Ah, good and metaphorical, that is. That's, that's just what the dancing god tells us, to lurch to and fro. Okay. Can I ask you a weird question? Uh, of course. So, I, I, I know you work at the church. I know you work at Live the Whack. You know, I see you there all the time. Do, do you have, like, the powers to, like, run a marriage ceremony? Uh, no. Uh, but I could, I could set the chapel for a marriage ceremony. We'd have to get the priest in for that. 
no, 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 no. I'd... Okay, I'm glad you can't do it officially, because could you, could you do it unofficial-like? I don't know if it would be a good one. Yeah, I it, it it doesn't need to be a good one. I just need to, I just I just need to make it all seem legit, you know. I I only knows half the words, and I'd probably mispronounce them. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm asking you a favor, and it's it's fine if you say no. I just I just want an honest answer. I won't ask again. I promise. I. I think so I could do my mind best with that. I'm yeah, who would be getting married? Well, l- let's just leave that as a surprise. <laughs> okay, mate. All right. All right. Good, good. Oh, curtain's going up. Uh So Okay, it's been decided that's a good ending for Jeff. Well, I guess Joel did get what he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's, good. he's got <laughs> someone to perform a wedding. And I will pass that dice to you, Rio. Alright. And what do I use it for? Uh, just hang on to it. Okay. Uh, getting lots of one kind of dice means that things will go better for your character at the end. Getting about equal amounts means that things are more likely to go very bad. Can we get a little bit of color on, like, the stage and stuff? What's the production like? Um, let's see. So I think it sounds like the death of the tax man is a play about tax fraud that is resolved by murdering the tax man. Um. With the, by getting his eyes pecked out. <laughs> well, I think an important thing there... I don't know if I got across or not, is that Jubble is definitely misinterpreting the point of the play. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Definitely watching the character who's supposed to be, like, the foolish villain is supposed to be the hero of the play. Um, I think the production has um, lots of live birds. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And let's see. Is it like a nice show? Or like a kind of... Nah, we're catching the matinee. That's cheaper. Mm. Someone didn't shut the curtains fully, so, like, the sunlight is kind of still getting in and stuff. No, no, no. It's an outdoor theater. Oh, great. (laughs) No, like, there's, like, raised seating and stuff, but it's an outdoor theater. I like it. Is, and this is a, let's see, okay, and this is obviously, uh, pro-government propaganda um to pay your taxes yes that's supposed to be the moral (laughs) of the play like uh (laughs) uh this play brought to you with a generous donation from lord thimblesill pay your taxes (laughs) okay so evan it's your turn to set a scene okay or Um... have a scene set for you uh yeah, I'd like to resolve a scene, so someone set this up for me, please. Alright. So, Takam and Wakam are outside of the th- the outdoor theater, where people would generally line up for these plays and things like that. And Takam is yelling very loudly, 
Why go in there, folks? Pay a whole bunch of money just to go see that when we have a real show right here. I'm a bird. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right, folks. Welcome to Bird. Want to see some tricks with a real talking bird? I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> he can talk, and I do some magic that you've never seen before. Uh, Wacom sort of, Wacom sort of like, uh, there's like not a lot of response to this, I think. And Wacom sort of like, like, like motions their head down so that they like the talk of it and, and him can, can confer. All right, They're not all right. biting. Yeah, I know. Mm. It's really hard to bring up the crowd when there's already birds on the stage. Is it the voice? Should I do a different voice? Hmm. Maybe you should do that thing you do when kind of fly above the crowd and just kind of whisper in their ears. I don't fly. You don't fly. You know I don't fly. Why did you have to get into this moody point of your life where you don't fly anymore? Talkum, I don't want to talk about it. I suggest if you have a good idea of how to bring these people closer, you voice it now. Otherwise, I'm going home. Hmm. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Is that... Is that... And, and he, he kind of animatedly points with his beak. Is that Thimblesil? Is that him? Thimblesil out here? With the hat. Look. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, only he could be wearing that kind of hat. Go talk, go talk to him. Go talk to him. Yeah, go talk. Listen, he'll. If you talk, I won't. If I talk, it'll be threatening. If you talk, it'll be normal. Threatening. Normal. A talking bird is threatening now. Well, you know what, people's. People react badly to me. He's a mage. He's seen a talking bird in his lifetime. Shall I yell? I can yell. If you feel like squawking about it. Ah! I'm a bird! Ah! Uh, still looks over. Step just... right up! Well, I expect you to do better ventriloquism than that. Looking no, it's really me! Ventriloquism. <laughs> if you want to impress the crowd, you'd better train your birds like you see them... In this show. There's no training this bird, buddy. I tried. He's already walking away. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Hold up! I promise I can perform a trick for you like you've never ever seen. Uh. Let's see. He turns around. He says. After the show, I will give you 30 seconds. 30, 30 seconds? Okay. After the show. Ah! That's plenty! That's plenty? That's plenty. Walk up gives Takum a look. <laughs> okay, okay. What are we gonna do? Okay, wait, I, I, how does how does resolving a scene work? At some point am I just like this good, this bad? Oh yeah, you're resolving. I shouldn't have given you a dice. What was I doing? Yeah, you you get to grab a dice. 
Uh, okay. I want this. I want good for this. I want. I want to say that. Um, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Thimble still does come back. Cool. <laughs> you, you got thirty seconds. I think that's a win. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you want to end the scene seconds. here or do your trick? Ooh. Uh. Hmm. What do you think, Haley? I think we should end it here and think about it. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so the scene ends with Thimblesill walking back and sitting down cross-legged in the street. <laughs> What's Thimblesill look like? Very, very tall hat. Yes. <laughs> He's got one of those appearances where you immediately forget everything else about it. <laughs> Probably on account of the hat being so tall. Yes. Like, there's also probably some weird magic to that, but also. <laughs> oh, do I do something with this dice? Uh, you give it to someone else. Yeah, okay. Um, here you go, Haley. Thank you. Okay, and it's Haley's turn to set a scene. And I could ask somebody else to set up a scene for me? If you'd rather resolve it, yes. Okay, someone else set up a scene for me. Hmm. Uh, do we need to, I mean, we don't have to necessarily run chronologically, so we can resolve- No, not at all. Thimblesill later. Right, what if it's with, um, with, uh, with Takum, Thimblesill, and I guess, like, Ryo, um, I don't know why Ryo would be there, but I like the idea that Thimblesill really dug the act, like, really, really dug it. Whatever yeah. it was, and we never, we will never know what it was. <laughs> really? Yeah, I love that. Why is Baum there? Um. Yeah, let's see. What kind of midday ritual would an adherent of the cult of the dance need to attend to? The afternoon two-step. Yes. <laughs> So Thimblesill has buttonholed Takum uh, and drugged Takum to uh, Liblo? Libloac. To, to, to the Libloac Chapel, uh, where he must perform uh, the afternoon two-step. And Baum is just sort of there sweeping dirt around. Not up, but around. <laughs> yeah, so... uh. Thimblesill is just kind of like doing like the very, very, very like I don't know how to dance dance, you know, where you just kind of step back and forth. <laughs> His very, very tall hat sways slightly with each step. Um, it's kind of entrancing. He's been going for about ten minutes now. <sighs> it's going to take me quite a while to process that that magic. I've never seen someone do magic like that before. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> am i doing magic right now no 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 i mean like the the trick that you showed me that that i've dragged you here because i had to get you know to my next appointment to do this two-step but I'm, it's really quite astounding oh thanks i've been working on it for a while now yes yes um so you must show me how it's done you must teach me the incantation Sure. Um, 
it's kind of all up in my head right now. I haven't wrote it down yet. Um, and the problem is I'm not, I don't know how to write. And I need to get somebody else to write it for me. What are you peddling now, Takum? I'm not peddling anything. I'm doing my job. We all know you can't do magic. Well, then you do what I do, and then we see whether it's magic or not. <laughs> Bomb sort of just grumbles and keeps sweeping dirt around. So you cannot read, and yet you speak the magic tongue. Yeah, it's kind of a thing that's been passed down by my family. You're unnatural. I've I've never met a natural in my life. Why this is quite astounding. Um, so so is this bird your familiar? N no, uh, I I kind of just met him. Uh, one I kind of bumped into him one day. Oh yes, yes. Of course, you live a life of many mysteries. Yeah, very mysterious. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> you you want to know a mystery, my lordship? <laughs> Here's a mystery. Who is me father? He <laughs> <laughs> looks over at Baldwin. He's like, "Who I'm is sorry? Who is why are you father? in this conversation? Who is her father? We don't quite know." <laughs> Mysterious lineage, eh? <laughs> lineage cloaked in mystery. Look, do you two know each other? Yeah, we're uh, related. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. It's kind of up in the air at the moment. So you're saying that this, this lowly church sweep could also be a natural? No, there's no way in hell. <laughs> I, I, I have some talent for. Well, I looks after the plants. He does have a natural green thumb, so you can call him a natural in that way. Well, this is very interesting. But anyway, my point being, he's still been doing the two step this whole time. By the way. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Just cut back and forth. Perfect. The what I wanted to do was to invite you to the main stage tomorrow to wow the crowd as you wowed me. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? <laughs> yes. Yes, I want to get your talent out onto the world as soon as possible. And if I if I perform well, what? What might be in it for Why, me? You'll, you'll be famous, and you'll get to perform the day after that. And you'll become a permanent part of the troupe, the amazing Walk'em and Talk'em, the astounding duo. Oh, I has to tell Jubal about this. We can't be missing this show. With, with, with all the bells and whistles, right? <laughs> bells and whistles beyond your imagination. I love bells and whistles. All right, you're on. Is that the end of the scene? Yeah. And you chose how to resolve that scene, so you should take that good dice. Cool. Things are going too well. <laughs> I'm just going to point but that then, out. 
there's a limited number of good dice, Rio. Yes. I, I, yeah. We, we gotta <laughs> set up the fall from grace, you know yeah. what I mean? There you yeah, go, Evan. This is, this is true. Oh, thanks. I, okay. I got confused there. I was very caught up in figuring out what the trick was, and then I was like, where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> it worked. I liked it. Just in terms of, like, alert them, this little just kind of, like, dragged you out there. Like, Taco probably wasn't even, like, really understanding what was happening. Okay. Real. Okay, here's the scene. Uh, in the midst of, of Takum's, uh, preparations, uh, for, uh, her and Wacom's performance in a few days' time, uh, she is just, uh, immersed in thumb-twiddling, etc. Who knows? It is tomorrow. Okay. To be clear. Okay. Well, <laughs> so in the morning, she is preparing and or doing, I don't know, um, She's she's off on her own, but I've got a wedding to put on, so I've 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 buttonholed the bird, <laughs> and and I was trying to to coach Wacom through the traditional wedding dance of the bride. Wacom is uh just looking in a mirror, tr- trying to sort out their their frazzled thingamabob. Crest. Um, I, I, I don't think, like, I think they're holed up in a bathroom right now, just trying to, like, get, like, get psyched up and stuff. It, it merges with just, like, very frazzled, very, like, the, the crest is just, like, f- flying every which way and stuff. It's bad. <laughs> the the door bangs open and Bomb walks in in a, a very tall hat. It's 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 shabby. It looks patched together, and it's slightly drooping inward. And it is by no means as tall or as impressive as Lord Thimblesills. Uh, but it is, it's it's a good imitation of what a priest of the dance would be wearing in terms of headgear. Are you coming? Are you coming to? Um... Wacom Takum's like shop. Uh, oh, I thought this was the, like a, yeah, the water at the, at closet the in the church. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, well, because like Wacom would probably be like getting ready for the show too, right? Uh, you would be, except we've got important rituals to work on. <laughs> okay, right, right. Yeah, so w- Wacom's like still trying to get ready for that. Yes. Bust in. <laughs> Come on now, we we ain't got all day, and we've got a wedding to put on tomorrow. But what, I, I think I might have misunderstood. I, I, I'm i not getting married to anybody. Not not today. I have a show. You've got to learn the dance. Um, Come on now. <laughs> Get these bird legs moving. I, I don't really, I don't really dance. You've got to. This is the church of the dance. <laughs> did, uh, did, did, did Jubble put you up to this? By any chance? I is not to say. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> Uh, Bomb tries to scoop up Wacom <laughs> into his arms. Great, <laughs> and yeah. Ki- and kicks down the the door of the water closet and marches out to the main chapel floor and plops down. Yeah. Wacom squawks needlessly. <laughs> and just plops w- down Wacom. Now, you do it like this. 
right foot, right foot, left foot. Come on, move those bird legs. Walkum <laughs> does it. Squawking the whole time. All right, all right, not bad, not bad. Now turn. <laughs> left leg. Walkum walk <laughs> turns around. Oh, we'll get there, we'll get there. Right leg, right leg. And now, and Please, now a flourish. I... Come on, spin oh, like me. Spin, spin, spin. Sir, you have not even told me your name. <laughs> I's Bomb. I'm the groundkeeper. Bomb, my good friend. I have to go. I have a show, Lord Thimblesill. It's very yes, important. Yes, yes, yes. Takum's show. Takum don't know what she's doing. <laughs> and, and so. And, and How dare you have got you? time to prepare. <laughs> you don't need to prepare. She, she'll figure out something. <laughs> but there is important oh ceremony here if you don't want to end up like the dead tax man. The dead tax man? Ain't you been going to the theater, bird? We only. They don't <laughs> let us in. Oh. Oh. I was I to work with this bird? I was I. Jubal's me oldest friend, but how was I to work with this bird? <laughs> it was Ju- it was Jubal. What did no he tell you? Good. <laughs> he said I was to prepare for a wedding. Oh, Jubal. This is trouble. <laughs> and 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 if I was to wed y'all secret like, I should at least <laughs> get the get the ritual part right and 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 I know the bridal dance I can show you the bridal dance you need to learn it please just give me a moment i i need to think i need to think this is a lot for me is this what those with those powdered directors have to deal with unbelievable and he takes off his tall slumping hat and throws it on the ground and huffs off uh Walkum sits down on the ground, uh, in the middle of this church, and looks up at the, at the tall hat deity, and says, help. Um, whose scene is it to resolve? Uh, I passed Rio a bad dice. Ooh. So something bad needs to happen, officially. I, I mean, I mean, I think the fact that this, that, uh, Bomb was unable to proceed with wedding planning... Was was a, a a colossal failure. Yeah, I think so. Okay, right. And uh, Wacom had no time to prepare, so perfect. Yeah. Prepare to fake magic. It's, it's bad for Balm. It doesn't have to be bad for other characters. Ah, gotcha. So, really, you should give that dice to someone else. Okay, the bad one or a the bad one. This the one you were just given. Okay, and back around the circle. Uh, you can give it to anyone. Okay, I'll I'll give it to you. Let's get you back in the mix. <laughs> and it's my turn. Hmm. Do you think that Jubble knows Takum? I feel like Bomb has talked about her fake magic before, and you keep <laughs> meaning to go see it, but you haven't. So. Oh yeah, but Wakum and I are good friends, so I'm sure we've met. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So simultaneous with this, with that previous scene, uh, Jubble has gone to go and find Takum. 
where does he find her? I think I'm working out at the really shanty shop I have that sells them all the uh, mag- actual magic stuff. <laughs> uh, one word. Beads on strings. That's part of it, yeah. There's like finger traps and... <laughs> there's, there's a ring you can pull through a string. Yeah. Except they're all slate of hand tricks, so no one else can make them work. Right. Are there act? Okay. There's also some <laughs> actual magic stuff, but it doesn't right. sell as well as a sleight of hand because I don't advertise it as well because I don't know how to use it. <laughs> it's like a staff of like true eldritch power just hanging on the wall. Oh, this it, it is a fancy walking stick, is what it is. <laughs> Pretty much. So Jubble walks in. Um, wearing, uh, let's see, I think he's in every scene wearing just big old overalls and, uh, yeah, just like, uh, stained t-shirt underneath and no shoes. He doesn't believe in shoes. Shoes are just trying to steal your connection to the earth. I don't care. People can Uh. walk in and have no shoes. All All service is provided. All of it. Mm-hmm. So he walks in. Hey, Taco, it's been a long time, friend. Yeah. <laughs> you don't usually come to see me. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's been a while. I wanted to come in and check in. Uh, how, how's things going? Good. I have a whole... I have a show planned for with them. But so, what are you doing here? Oh, well, I was just wondering if, um, I've, I've put a special little, uh, party together, you know, for my closest friends, and I just wanted to invite you to that. It's tomorrow night. It's at, uh, Limbloac Church. It, all, all the good people you're are there. Ha- gonna you're be having there. a party it's over be... at a church? Yeah, yeah, you know, I live there, so, you know, it's not like, it's not like I have another place where I could host a party. It, the the church is fine with you just having a party over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know it's the church of dance. It's it's in step. There's dancing at parties. I s- I suppose, but I thought you had to pay for s- stuff like that. Yeah, but you know I ring the bells, and I don't get a lot of pay, so it's a it's a benefit. All right. Is there anything I have to bring to this party? Because I don't really have much. Hmm. 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 Let's see. The bride. So, well, I hope you bring any of your friends, of course, along. And, um, let's see. Be sure you bring a pen or some other way to sign a form. You know, I just like to keep a guest list and a guest book to make sure that everyone shows up on time. Um, This seems awfully coordinated for just some party you're holding at a church. Well, you know me. I'm always organized. I'm always on top of everything. Since when? So my favorite part of this is the implication that uh, Jubal needed to go to Takum to find somebody who had a pen. <laughs> um. No, no, you'll see. You'll see why he wants her, or maybe you won't. But we'll see how it goes. He puts his hand on Takum's shoulder. How long have you known me, Takum? A couple of years, I guess. And I kind of just shove the hand off my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
You know that I'm a reliable friend who throws really good parties. A reliable? You haven't shown up to any of our shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know that bell ringing schedule. It's real tough. You ring the bell twice a day. Yeah, and it's always in the evening when your shows are. Of course, I managed to get the evenings off this week so I can throw my party. But we have a show in the evening. Oh no, you got a show in the evening. We always have oh, a no, show a in the conflict. evening. You always have a show in the evening. You just said that. <laughs> no, no, I thought you meant the the shows in the afternoon when I have to ring the bell. You said you ring the bell in the evening. Look, 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 this is just a classic, you know, miscommunication between two friends, a goofy little misunderstanding. Look, will I see you tomorrow night? I guess, but all the pens I have are invisible ink. (sighs) (laughs) Well, you know what they say about things that are invisible. And he walks away. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna give that a fail. (laughs) He He did not find a pen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not someone else already passed me a dark dice. Oh, I already got that. So, and I'll pass this dark dice over to Haley. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. I kind of want to set a scene. Uh, uh, maybe drink like an act break and and uh, walk him and talk him are bombing. <laughs> it, like it's not happening. <laughs> Uh, and, and meanwhile, because um, because where else would they be? Uh, Balm and Jubble are in the audience. Right. Okay, cool. We can cut between them. Um, talk them. I think I'm cursed. You're cursed? Some some strange man pulled me into the church earlier today. I think the the god of tall hats cursed me. <laughs> god of tall hats. Are you talking about Libowack Church? That's the one. Yeah. I, I have some... I think it cursed me. How so? I think so. Today is going terribly. Well, we have the show, and I didn't have any time to prepare because a strange man took me, and now we're here. Have you ever seen a crowd so, so, so silent? I mean, yeah, it kind of comes with the territory. I feel like it's worse than usual. They didn't even react when I went, Ah, I'm a bird! They didn't do anything. (laughs) I think the problem is a crowd is kind of used to stuff like that. Oh. Not that you're not special or anything. Maybe. It's just these people are, you know, real magic users. Well, you got some real magic stuff, right? In the shop somewhere? You bring anything? Tell me you brought something. We got props. I mean, I, I brought that really fancy staff, but I don't, I don't know what to do with it. No, 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 not that. Not that. How about, like, something more bird-like? Bird? Oh, you mean the really creepy raven thing that I carry around? Yeah, that sexy thing. <laughs> you realize it's dead, right? The crowd will love it. Sex it's appeal always se- works. It's, it's not very sexy. It may be sexy in your bird brain, but no, it's not sexy to anyone else. Talk him. Talk him. Look at me. Look I'm at me. I'm looking right at now. you so deeply. Pull it out of a hat. You want me to pull a dead bird out of a hat? What pull it hat? Out of Which that hat? They'll they'll love it. a tall one. There's gotta be a tall hat around here somewhere. It'll undo the curse. I it's will undo perfect. the curse. Foolproof. What kind of curse do you think you got on you? Just trust me. Okay, but what are you gonna do? Just stand around? 
Yeah, I'm Im improv. I'll improvise. I'll improvise. All right. Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. It's I, I mean, we couldn't bomb any worse than we are now. Right. Okay. Uh the, the two of them stroll out on stage. Um I, I think uh Walkup's just sort of like flapping around Takum. Can we get a reaction from Jubble and uh and uh oh, what's the other I can't see the name yeah. and Bomb. Uh so so Bomb is like pushing through the crowd to get to Jubble because he missed the first act because he was he was uh preparing the chapel some more. And and he's he's picked up and he's wearing his tall and slightly sloping hat. <laughs> Jubble! Jubble! How's my bastard oh, sister bungling this one? <laughs> just beautifully um like so have you ever seen a magician try to cast a spell but they say a slightly wrong word and then all of a sudden like the sun goes out for a couple seconds? No. I haven't either. Anyway, the show's pretty good. <laughs> Ah! For our next trick, we'll need a hat from a member of the audience. Ah! I'm a bird. Oh. Anybody have a particularly tall hat? Uh, ah! Lord Thimblesil stands up. <laughs> Anybody else with a particularly tall hat? Really? Anybody else? <laughs> ah! It's only Lord Thimblesil. He looks angry, too. <laughs> okay. All right, then, Basil, come on stage. There's there's Bomb's hat, but he's not giving that up so easy. He worked hard to borrow that hat. <laughs> for the wedding. He needs it for the wedding. Takum will remember this later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thimblesil comes on stage and gives you the hat and stage whispers so everyone hears it don't mess this up <laughs> you know i won't at all here goes nothing walkham is flapping around kind of like very agitatedly behind like a everyone yeah. feast your eyes nothing in this hat and i shake it as much as possible, because it's a really big hat, and there might be something in there. Uh, I don't know, Evan, this is your scene. Does anything fall out? Uh, I like documents. <laughs> <laughs> like, pa just paper, lots <laughs> <No>. of paper. <laughs> My apologies for um, spreading around whatever documents that you, those may be. But that's not the important part of the trick, because it's not part of it yet. All right. So, all that was in this hat was paper. All right. Now. Ah, nothing in there now. Welcome. Ah! Please pull out of the hat our secret item. Right on it. Ah! Uh, walk him, flaps and flaps and flaps, and uh, knocks over the elder sta elder staff of horror in the process, and and flaps up to the to the to the hat. And here we go! Please count down with me. <laughs> Three, ah, two, one, and pulls out the bird, which is very much alive now. 
<laughs> is that scene? Uh, I think that's up. Wait, do I get to end the scene when I want to? Because I started it. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh yeah, good scene definitely. A long time ago. Oh okay, yeah, scene. I think that's a resounding success. No one's ever created life before. <laughs> well, people have, but that's big magic. <laughs> yeah, you know, capital B, capital M, big right. magic. Ages past. Um, I'm gonna give this good die to bomb. All right. Um, it's Haley's turn to set a scene. We have two more scenes until the tilt. Oh, all right. Um, hmm. Somebody else like to set the scene. <laughs> uh, how about? So I think. Yeah, I think maybe maybe Thimbasil has very much impre- uh, appreciated this this desperate di- what he sees as a desperate display of grand sorcery. Yes, yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. So this is right after the show, and he's and Thimbasil, and he summoned them both... back. Yeah. Well, and and how about he summoned them back, and he has an an assignment in mind for them. Ooh. Do you want to be Thimblesill this time, Rio? It sounds like you have ideas. I have ideas, but that's about the extent of them. It's more than I got right now, so go for it. Okay. <laughs> How are you feeling, Wakam and Takam, going into this? Uh, shaky, because I just saw a, a bird that's been dead for as long as I've had it come back to life. Do we it still have the bird? somewhere. Yeah. No, I think the bird okay. The bird stuck with me. I think the bird's here too. Oh, now we're a two-bird yeah. act. <laughs> uh, okay, I I need a short amount of preparation. I need to run a name. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that was marvelous. Just marvelous. I have not seen such a display of grand sorcery in this city. However, did you do that? No. 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 There will be time for that. But first, a toast. Tawakam and Takam, my the greatest new addition to my troop. I imagine I don't have any kind of drink in my hand, so I just grab an empty glass. <laughs> <laughs> Wakam doesn't have hands. Meanwhile, Can't the rest anything. of the troop is filed in from the side, and they look, I mean, somewhat mundane as far as actors go, but you know they're all mages. Uh, the the raven says, Ooh. To walk em and talk em. <laughs> Yes. Oh man, I was gonna do something with that too. Oh, yes. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now that you have proven yourself to be ex- proven yourselves to be exemplary mages, wielders of high arts, I have an important diplomatic assignment for you. Diplomatic? Oh, yeah? The dark... Yes, 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 and... and. Ah! Yes, and... A a rival of mine. The Lord with trouble. He has in his employ... A certain... Comic. A tragic comic. Shakes the heart, really. A tragic comic who is also, of course, as all of us are, a mage. 
A particularly nasty one as well. I think he intends this mage to make an attempt on my life. And it is my desire for the two of you uh, to do to do combat with this mage, to perform with him in a in a duel of improvisation. We, uh, we and he raises an eyebrow and smiles. We don't really uh, combat so much. Um, talk, talk, um, talk, talk, um, yes, yes, and yes, and. Yes, and. Um, yes, and. <laughs> we don't combat so much, but we're really good at improv. Excellent, excellent. I shall have to make a date. Um, we shall book the largest theater in the city. And of course, uh, we shall bill it as an improv show. Uh, uh, are, are you writing this all down? Good, good. Somebody's writing this down. We'll bill it as an improv show, but... If all goes as well, you will defeat <laughs> uh, my my rival's uh, greatest champion, uh, and my power in this sector of the city will be unmatched. Oh, I'm so glad to have the two of you now in my employ. Uh, speaking of which, uh, uh, money, money, get them, get them some money. But uh, uh, when you say defeat, uh, ah, when you say defeat, give us the money. And and walk up, walk up, shoots talk up okay. a very strong look. You must kill the wizard Pontoboid in a magical duel of improv. Right, kill him. We're gonna we're gonna. As knock you him are dead. accomplished actors and mages, this should be no small obstacle for you. This should be no obstacle for you. Kill him with laughter. <laughs> I like. Ah, I'm dead. <laughs> I like these birds. <laughs> Time yeah. for the dance of joy. I love these birds too. Is it just the? It's, it's just the two step again. <laughs> and yes, it's just the two step. All right. So Haley, you do get to resolve this scene. I get to resolve right? this scene, right? Mm. Feel like this is both good and bad. Yeah. Probably mostly bad. I'm not very excited to kill someone. We're, I, we're just killing it with laughter. We're just I, we're gonna make him I, laugh I, really I think hard. It was That's more all. Literal it is. than that this time. Walkup looks over at the the new Raven. Uh, hello, Miss. Uh, what might your name be? I have no name. That's lovely. You're not so bad yourself. A truly lovely name. Oh, thank you. It's good to see uh, someone with taste around here. So, how do you like living? Well, it's kind of new. Right, right. Well, you were alive at some point, right? Some questions have yet to be answered. Right. Yes, and some questions have pretty simple answers. Okay, it's Reel's turn to set a scene. <laughs> All right. So, uh, before before Takum and Wakum can battle the wizard Pemboid to the death, uh, <laughs> on on the grandest stage in the city, uh, let's see. Uh, Bomb has arranged a marriage. 
or rather he's arranged he's arranged <laughs> to to officiate a wedding uh and of course because because no one slept last night uh at Lord Thimbasol's manor, uh, Thimblesill and his troop are there, and they're hungover, so they've, they've, uh, just sort of wandered into the chapel with a reluctant talk em and walk em. Is Jubble there yet, or is this before the wedding? Uh, this is just before, and, uh, Jubble is getting ready up in the tower, um, mm-hmm. and Baum is getting impatient, waiting for everyone to show up and take their positions. Well, looks like he's no, not coming. No. Might as well call well, it I's off. I prepared for this. I prepared all the dances <laughs> and all the steps. I even got bird-size official dancing shoes. What? Hey, hey, Baum, Baum. What we'll is happening? It. What is this? I's prepared a wedding, something our blasted father never had the guts to do. Walkup looks looks to talk up. Can you keep him occupied for a second? What are we doing? Walkup scuttles off. Don't let that bird out of here. Hey, hey, no, it's fine. Listen, he just he has pre-wedding nerves. You just gotta let him walk off for a bit. (laughs) I's. Oh, this is just a disaster. <laughs> Look at me, hat. Your hat, oh, your I'm hat not ready is for beautiful. This. Your hat is beautiful, Bomb. You're gonna be great. Um, but since when have you become a priest? <laughs> I, I was not a priest. I was asked to do this all, you know, on the side and like. On the side. Um, <laughs> let me guess. Was it Jubble that asked you to do this? He's the groom, and he's blasted light. You hear the bell start to clang upstairs. Bells will be ringing. Uh, upstairs, uh, there, there's a squawk at uh, at uh, Jubble's window. <laughs> uh, Jubble is just kind of uh, frantically um, searching every single, like, all of the spaces in the bell tower, which is horribly disorganized, for something very important that he's misplaced. Walk up, like bags on the glass with his beak. Uh, Jumble finally looks up. Oh, thank God you're here! <laughs> Squawk! Open the window! It, it's bad luck to talk to you before the wedding. <laughs> Jubble! It's bad luck. Look, just give me five minutes. I, I just need ah! to find the thing, okay? Just just need to find the just need to find the certificate, make it all official, it's all good. It's all gonna be fine. It's all gonna be okay. I'm, I'm coming in! I'm coming in! God, he starts banging his head on the window, nothing it's not working. Glass is too thick. Uh um uh Walkham flies up over like or, or tries to like get up on top and like gets in like around the bell and sort of like flaps unceremoniously like onto the ground it's it's not a graceful landing downstairs you just hear the bell clanging even more but this is bomb scene so we should go back down there <laughs> um um so meanwhile bomb's taken up uh with lord thimbacil and they're just having a conversation thimbacil is 
well and gracefully out of his mind right now still. Uh, and they're just in, in heated conversation about the appropriate dances for weddings. Well, well, you see, I, I just cannot handle anything other than a three-step. Anything with more than two steps. The three-step at a wedding is just sacrilegious. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fashion. It's not, it's not blasphemy. It's fashion. You have to have four. Four different steps and a twirl. It's, 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 what all, it's what all these weddings in here are doing these days. More than two steps is an affront to the gods. The, the lord of the dance has never stood on ceremony. You know this, my good man. Oh, the things, the things I know. <laughs> the things I know. Say, so that is, know, is, that is a mighty impressive hat you have, me lordship. Uh, perhaps, I, I'm no, I'm no good at this. Perhaps you should be officiating this here wedding. Well, if you if it means preventing the blasphemy, then yes, yes. Oh, oh, I'm I I'm quite relieved. You know, I would be honored to officiate a wedding. I was, I was quite relieved, me lordship. I will I I will recover me broom <laughs> and do away with this wretched cap of me and oh, oh mine. Oh, oh. Now, who's getting married? <laughs> Can we end the scene on that question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold up, though. What if he's an actual, like, officiated person? <laughs> oh, he definitely is. Oh, yeah. No, oh, he's... yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from being, like, middle nobility, I've gotten the impression that Thimbasil is also, like, probably some kind of middle clergy <laughs> of the Church of the Dance. <laughs> okay, so, Rio, you should give that good dice to someone else. All right. Uh, is that off of me or off the pile? Off of you. Okay. Because I passed it to you. Yes. Uh, here's a good die for Haley. Meanwhile, I think we still have a scene between Jubble and nope, the Bird. Now we go into the tilt. Okay. Tilt. I had the first scene. Yes. So yeah, so we're halfway through the game. So now we do the tilt. So everyone is going to grab their pool of dice. And roll them. And you're going to subtract uh, your good dice from your bad dice, or vice versa. Whatever will give you a positive number. So I got two negative. I got zero. I got two positive. I got eight positive. Okay, so Rio and I will be in charge of choosing the two elements of the tilt. So now we grab all these remaining dice, and we roll them, just like at the start of the game. So that's done. Lots of high numbers. And we are going to look at the tilt table to add two more elements. Because this is where things go wrong. Because everything had been going right so far. Alright, so the options are 1. Mayhem. 2. Tragedy. 3. Innocence. 4. Guilt. 5. Um, paranoia. And 6. Failure. Ooh. So... First of all, each of us is going to choose a broad category, and then we will fill in each other's broad categories using, again, the dice we rolled. Okay, do I... which of us is picking first there? Uh, go for it. Okay. Let's have some mayhem. One. And where do I put this? 
Um, I'll make a card for it. Just give me one sec. All right. There you go. Now you have a card to write on. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Oh, wait. Actually, can I change that? What are you, What were you going to change it to? Uh, four for guilt. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm going to grab failure. Six. Okay. Um. So now you can fill in the specific on guilt or on failure. Cool. And I'll fill in the specific on guilt. I, uh, failure. Let's see. I'm going to go with, I really like one for there. A stupid plan executed oh, to perfection. One is my favorite piece. <laughs> one of my favorite pieces of like single sentences in this game. That one is so good. I'll grab it. One, a stupid right. plan executed to perfection. And four, let's see, what numbers do I have to choose from? You've got just fours and fives. Fours and fives. So either greed leads to killing or someone panics. Definitely someone panics. <laughs> that seems right. Okay, you can move these dice back to the middle. So, the tilt is that against all of our plans, someone's stupid plan goes off perfectly. And someone is going to panic. So any of any of us can latch onto those at any time.